Yeah, we got our picks coming up too, Al. But I got a quick question: What what yep. is the type of person that doesn't like hugs? Is that because you don't strike? You seem a huggy sort of guy to me. I'm the type that doesn't like hugs. I, I don't know how to take that. I'm okay with hugs. Yeah, I'm yeah, okay. You, you seem all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm can all right. I give you one the next time I see? Can I give you one on Sunday? We haven't no, seen I'm each good. other in a month. <laughs> what do you mean? You I'm just good. said that you like hugs. Yeah, but I. It's not like I haven't talk to in a while it's not like that we you know don't know what's going on in each other we 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 see each other i talk to you more me you emily and taylor talk more than any other childhood friend or cousin or family member i don't talk to anybody as much as i talk to you guys so you want a hug from me on sunday i I need to go hug other people who i haven't seen in a while i'm gonna lean into it you know they they say you got to get out of your comfort zone every once in a while and do the things that make you feel a little uncomfortable to kind of broaden your horizons and these Uh, things eat a hot spicy chicken sandwich that was one i already tried that that didn't work Uh, i'm going in and my new thing is every time i see you i'm gonna come across the desk and i'm gonna give you a big squeeze and that's how we're gonna start the show and said hey good morning how how was your night it's like come in bring it in buddy Yep. Bring it in, nice. I'm long. just telling you. I'm gonna linger. You throw, you throw there. that my way. I come back all in. Perfect. I'm putting both of my arms around your waist, go, and I'm holding low. on. I'm holding on <laughs> until you start backing up. If that takes okay. a couple of minutes. It takes a couple of minutes. <laughs> Can you imagine a two-minute hug? That sounds what? Bad. What are what are Sliwa and Travis doing in the studio? That's just hugging. Saying, they hug every saying, show. Just saying hello. Just, just good morning to each other. I think you just you just touched on something that makes it a little weird for me, at least. It's when I, you know, more often than not, not always, but more often than not, the person that I'm hugging is shorter than I am, smaller than I am. So there's this weird dynamic of where people's hands go and where do sure. I put mine, and mm-hmm. that you're just going to go straight from my waist is alarming. I don't. I don't think I like that. I think. I think I'm going to need you to go one high, one low. We'll both go one high, one low. That's the best way to do it. So just so you know, you're the one that said that you're going to try to make it awkward. So if you're going to, if you want to play that game, I'm going to play that game as well. I'll go one step more awkward than you. You. That's why my hands are at your waist. (laughs) I like it. All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Two minutes, no timeouts. Rams lead twenty-four to twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has the ball. Yep. That's the worst-case scenario, right? Is, 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 when we're talking about everything that could happen over this the, the weekend with the football games, Tom Brady with the ball needing to get a field goal with a couple of minutes to go, that feels like the worst-case scenario to me because that dude is going to find a way to get it done. It's not the worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario is two minutes, Tom Brady has the ball, and they're up 10. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's worse. <laughs> the game's over. <laughs> you're right. But, that That but, is a worse scenario. But I know what you're talking about, and, you know, I, I – I, it's funny, the game against Arizona, it was more about this is such a colossal failure if they lose this game. Like it was more about that. It was no way they lose this game against Arizona. Now you're on the road. Now you're playing against the defending Super Bowl champs. Now you're playing against the greatest of all time to ever be quarterback in the NFL in Tom Brady, who has seven Super Bowls. Um, how quick within a span of six days everything just changes. And the scenario that you just laid out, that's what he does. There's certain people that have played the sport that when they're in a scenario, when Kobe Bryant used to have the ball and you're down one, uh, Lakers are down one and there's seven seconds left on the clock, you think Kobe was worried about those moments? 
You think Michael Jordan didn't want the ball in his hand when the game was on the line? You think I, I, I use this as an example, and I know this isn't. There's certain classes of clutchness. Robert Ory was clutch in those moments. Robert Ory wasn't. Hey, you got to worry about him for four quarters. Adam Vinatieri was nailing a field goal. It didn't matter what the distance was in that one moment. He was doing his job. These other greats are, this is what they do. And, and the Tom Brady scenario that you just laid out is a perfect example. And if it is that scenario this weekend, of course, you're not going to be comfortable. Rams fans won't be comfortable. McVay won't be comfortable. Stafford won't be comfortable. Nobody will. Well, you mentioned Stafford. Here, here's the deal. The Rams made a huge move in the offseason, right? They sent two draft picks in Jared Goff to Detroit so Matthew Stafford could be their quarterback. And I think every Rams fan – was pretty excited about that. I think it's it's on the surface it's it's a huge upgrade. It's an expensive upgrade. Two first round draft picks is an expensive price to pay for anything, but it was an upgrade, no question about it. Matthew Stafford's better quarterback than Jared Goff. We've said that a million times, but it's painfully true. So what? So what? What what the reason that he's here is not to go 12 and 5 and win the division. Mm-hmm. It's not to beat up on Arizona in a, in a wild card game. It's not to you know take care of your business against the Seattle Seahawks. Those are all part of the journey. But what's going to happen on Sunday afternoon is the reason they made that deal. The, this game coming up on Sunday is the reason that Jared Goff is a Lion and the reason that Matthew Stafford is an mm-hmm. L.A. Ram. To win this game. To be at least in, in heavy part part of the reason you won this game. He doesn't have to throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns. But what he needs to do is put his team in a position to score a lot of points and not turn the ball over and be a threat every single time he drops back. And, and th- Because that's what Jared Goff wasn't. This is what you went out and got, and this is why he's here for Sunday and whatever comes after that. That's why he's here. It starts right now. And this is less one of those games, Trev, where you know i kind of been promoting and hyping up, hey, the, the pressure's really not just on Matt Stafford here. Uh, they have a good enough team for them to win without him going out and winning the game, without him throwing for four touchdowns and 400 yards and blah, blah, blah. But this one's actually a little bit more interesting because this is the game where Matt Stafford, there's going to be times where Stafford, hey, you got to get that first down. Stafford, mm-hmm. you need this is an important drive. This one's on your shoulders. The defense did its job or the defense didn't do its job and you're down 10 to nothing or 7 to 3 or it's later in the game it's 14 to 10. He's going to have moments in this game where it is on his shoulders. It, you know it's you know it's got crazy. How many have you can you kind of can you go back and think of a trade that has been brought up as much as the trade for Jared Goff you know and, why? and Matthew Stafford? You, it's no, brought no, up right. 35 times right. a week. You're 100% right, but do you know why? Because the reason the trade was made, we haven't gotten to it yet. It's finally here. The The, the trade was made – when does the season start? The games start in September. Camp starts in August. And the deal was made right after the end of the season, right? So the season ends in February, and it seemed like the Rams made the trade. So we've had to wait a year almost to get to the point to see whether or not it was a good idea. That, that's why that's why we keep bringing it up. Yeah. It's not just that, oh, he's got a more accurate arm or he's got a bigger arm or he can make plays with his feet. Also, that's all important. I'm not saying that it's a nothing, but the, the Rams a year ago were exactly where they are right now, mm-hmm. on the road in the second round of the playoffs with a chance to go to the NFC Championship game, and it's going to come down to whether or not the quarterback plays well. We had to wait a year for it. Yep. And, and, and that that's why we keep talking about it. It's not one of those things that – 
you know, if it were the kicker, for instance, that all of a sudden you're missing kicks all year long and you knew it wasn't worth it or you're all making them all year long and you know it's worth it. It's, it's, for, it's for right now. We just but, haven't but, had a chance to do it. But here's the thing, Trav. Let me just use it. And I'm not – this isn't me pointing at you. It's everybody. So when they beat Tampa in week three, people will say – and, and this is one of the main reasons why you brought uh, Matt Stafford here is for this situation. When you win on the road and it's in Seattle, and then you know, the season continues to progress, and then when you lose a game, it's like, well, why would you even make the trade? Why is this guy even here? And I, I remember us talking about it in the offseason, that it literally doesn't matter what happens in the regular season, and it doesn't matter almost even in the wild card game that we just had it's when you're in that critical moment and you have a chance to surpass where you were a year ago or maybe you got that chance to now get to the Super Bowl and be a legitimate contender to go win it all. What's Stafford going to do in those situations? And that's obviously the situation you'll be in this weekend. It's so funny you said that. About, you know, it's not what you do during the regular season because if you're the Chargers, apparently it is. Did you did you see Tom Telesco's quotes? I Actually, I, I only – T- tell people because so, I only I only heard you say it to me yeah. and I didn't actually get the full context. So there's it. a piece on ESPN uh, about you know he said they have a lot to be proud of, uh, and the quote that just kind of jumped out at me is I love the identity that we play with, and I stopped and I said wait huh mm-hmm. you you love the because as far as I can tell the identity that you played with is the reason you're not playing. <laughs> the identity that you played with was ah screw it go for it. Okay, cool, but um, you're you're home. the The Raiders went to the playoffs. The Steelers went to the playoffs. I got news for you: the 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 Chargers were much better than the Raiders and the Steelers. The Chargers had much more of an opportunity to win some playoff games than the Raiders and the Steelers. Only they were the ones that went into the tournament because of your identity that you play with. And if I'm Justin Herbert, I'm looking around saying, "Uh, uh I got." Josh Allen to deal with. I've got Patrick Mahomes to deal with. I've got Joe Burrow to deal with. I got Lamar Jackson to deal with all in my half of the draw. And my coach doesn't know when to punt or when to not call time. I don't know if I love that identity. This I, I saw it. I'm like, well, I'm glad you like not being in the playoffs. Congratulations for you. But that is just insane to me. You know, the worst thing you could possibly do as a human being, okay, is double down when you probably know deep down inside you're wrong. But because your ego gets in the way and you keep saying like, no, 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 it would have played out a little bit different if this would have happened. No, no, no. You know what? Next time in the exact same scenario, I'm not going to adjust. I'm going to actually do the exact same thing and expect different results. Trav, kind of a good reminder here. Do you know Chargers played Cincy at Cincinnati earlier in the year? Do you remember Mm -hmm. that game? Mm -hmm. They won 41 to 22. Yeah. You're right. Exactly what you just said about – do you know how much more of a dangerous team the Chargers would have been in the playoffs? And I know everything changes, playoff time, blah, blah. Chargers had a good squad. Chargers are not in the postseason because of this That's right. mentality That's right. that they have that they're talking about that they want to dig their feet even deeper in. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> there were – that's they were comical. better than at least two playoff teams. Mm-hmm. They, they were better than the Raiders. I know that they split their games, and I know that Raider fans probably hate to hear that, but just just looking at it from 30,000 feet, the Chargers were more of a threat to beat More Cincinnati dangerous. For, for, They're more absolutely. dangerous. Put it that more way. More of a yep. threat. That, Pittsburgh was just one of those teams that, yeah, you needed a seventh team, and they got in. They, you know, they, they, they were okay because they're really well coached. They've got some good players, but they were kind of at the end of the line. Their quarterbacks washed and everything else. Chargers have a quarterback that's going to be in the mix. It's I, I just I read that out and it made me think again about the Rams that thank goodness 
that everybody's kind of on the same page. That it, okay, that's not good enough. The Chargers, or excuse me, the Rams went to the playoffs last year. The second round of playoffs, they said, guess what? This isn't good enough. Yeah. We need to change it. We need to change the way that we're going about this. We need to change about the way that we're doing these things. And I know you, as a as a loyal Charger hater, probably enjoyed seeing the things go. And the way almost they did. a two and a half week Raider fan. Okay, today's <laughs> stat hero of the day is uh, the Rams as underdogs. I'm gonna throw this stat out here. Emily uh, got the stat for us. Rams three and one this season as underdogs, and obviously underdogs by three points against the Buccaneers. Whatever that's worth, I know some that's of these stats up. don't mean anything once uh, once you get into uh, the actual game. Uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. I want to try a quick phone call right here. I want to go to Tom in Santa Barbara. Tom, you're on with Travis and Sleeve. What's up, Tom? Tom. So the question, I can't believe you didn't come up with this, Travis, especially. What about the 70s Raiders under Madden with Matuzek yep. and all those guys? Hendrick? That's a that's a good choice. We've also uh, – the, the 86 Mets have been thrown in there. The 1980 oh, yeah. uh, Miami Hurricane football teams, they've been thrown in there hey, as well. So there, there's a lot of good go, options. Let's go hang out with Lenny Dykstra for a night. That sounds like fun. Well, see, okay, here's the Travis, thing. you ready for this quick quick trivia? Uh, Probably not, but go ahead. All right, Arcadia High School alum, mid-80s. After the football game on Friday night, where do we all go? Arca- uh, in and out on Santa Anita. You got it. You nailed it. Yeah. When you are allowed to leave campus for lunch, where do we walk for lunch? Because it's so rad and the best. Taco Lita. You nailed it. Yeah. All right, no, we're on UCSB. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're on to UCSB. Home all game. Right. Basketball. I was yeah. there when we beat UNLV. So was I. What's the Freshman. guy's name that runs... What's that? I was a freshman that year, 1990. Yeah. All right. So, who's the guy's name that runs around the court with a mask and a cape to get Gaucho everybody Joe. rallied up at a basketball game? Gaucho Joe. You are a stud. And yeah. I'll give you one more. Okay. Because you were an athlete. I don't know if you partied much. I had perfect <laughs> attendance on Wednesday nights. Where do we go on Wednesday nights for cheap drinks? Oh, okay. the grad countdown. <laughs> countdown. And the yeah. last one, best burrito <laughs> at 1 a.m. in the morning. Freebirds. You nailed it, yeah. bro. 100%. No, this is easy. What else? You know, Tom, I, I wish there was some money going on on this. I wish I wish there was a chance to cash some prize. But Al, what he was basically asking me is, yeah. you're, you're a glutton. Where did you go stuff your face in high school? And then you liked sports and eating in college. Where did you go to do? These are the easiest things in the world. I, I, I'm glad everybody I got had their right, spots. We had Los easy. Ponchos and Rita's uh, Taco Shop in El Cajon. That was uh, for high school. And I did Albert Tacos a little bit later down the road in, uh, at San Diego State University. Okay, so was there the equivalent of this? And Emily went to UVA. Um, t- uh, Slee, obviously you're a you're a San Diego State guy. I'm assuming that every university has this. Uh, Taylor, are you a Northern Iowa guy? I know you've told me this before. You I got it. Yep. A, yep. Northern you Iowa. So tell me the Northern Iowa equivalent of this. We can come back and do this. But the place where you would go because the drinks were cheap, and they not only were they cheap, but they were bountiful on top of that, that they would give you the two-for-one, the four-for-one, the whatever it is. We can do that after we do our NFL picks, which are coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so Allen was the regular season champ of picking football games, and he kind of dominated, if we're being honest. He, he won going away. Off but to be- such a good start in the postseason. But because you're a good guy, Al, you decided to kind of hit the reset button and start over with the uh, wild card round. Here are the wild card well, scores. Well, I, I kind of like this, too, because it's all four of us. You it, know what I mean? It is all four like, of we us. We got the whole squad doing this. I had seven. Emily had seven. Yep. You had one. Oof. And Taylor, well, let's not talk about Taylor because he got zero. Uh, let's Taylor's going to end up with 10 this weekend. <laughs> Watch. That, that's how this works. It's, it typically is how it works. All right, let's start here. We're gonna, I'm going to go first. We're going to start with the Rams. They are a three-point underdog at Tampa Bay. I'm going to do what I've done all season long. I'm going to pick the Rams again because go Rams. I can't pick against them. Uh, I, I don't have it in me. That being said, I think this is going to be a very, very close game, and I think that the Rams just getting the three might be enough to cover, win, lose, or, or whatever. I think that may be the difference. So I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm going to put them at two. Sliwa. Um, all right. I, I'm going to go the opposite end of this. I'm going Tampa. You know, once, the, once my Raiders were out, uh, and it's been at least 17, 18 days now that I've been a passionate Raider fan, I'm coming back to my senses here, and I'm really okay. going to try to be very strategic with this. I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. I agree it's a close game. Hate that it's only three. You know, you wanted like a two and a half. You wanted something along you those lines. You're not getting it. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to make this a three. Uh, as far as points go. All right, Tampa Bay in the three for Slee. M. where do you got? So I don't know if this is a good or bad start for me and you, Trav, but I also <laughs> have my the Rams at my two. Okay. I am going to say that they are going to continue the streak of being underdog victors, and that's where I have them. There you go, Rams at two. And Taylor, will you get on your board with your Rams? Pick Taylor, don't listen to him, bro. Zero. We're coming back this week, you and I, buddy. <laughs> What do you got, Taylor? Like the caller said earlier, don't bet against Brady. Going to go with the Bucks at, uh, I'll go three. All right. So Slee and Taylor go the same. Like Travis it. and Emily go the same. <laughs> Taylor so. and I are either going to catch up. Or, <laughs> yeah. Little game so theory here. No, no doubt. No doubt. Little game theory going on. All right. Next game, I will go to the AFC for this one. The number one seed, Tennessee Titans, hosting Cincinnati. Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Slee. I've been following the Titans since 2001, and this is their year. This is their year. Um, Okay, I'm going to actually – I agree with Emily that no one's talking about them, and I agree with Travis because there's nothing to talk about. They're the least sexiest team to talk about. But in the the playoffs, um, you play defense, you run the ball. Henry is back. Uh, I'm all in on the Titans in this one. Bengals just got by the Raiders, maybe even got a, a little lucky with some uh, with some referee non-calls or calls, whatever the hell you want to call it. Titans with a four in this one. Oh, he's going all the way to the top. Emily, you're next. Gosh, Alan, you took my you took my spot. Took I'm the thunder. Putting, took the thunder there. <laughs> I'm also putting Titans at my four. Uh, I think that the Bengals have peaked a little bit too early. I think that this is their ceiling. Next year, they can go further. Um, Vrabel is a fantastic coach. He will have his team ready to go. Derrick Henry's back. He's going to ruin it. Playoffs is Derrick Henry season. Taylor. 
Titans as well, going with them at two. All right, so I'm going to do – I'll play the game. I'll take the Bengals. I'll put them at the bottom, and I have a chance to pick up uh, four points on Slee and Emily and three on Taylor, so I got a chance right there. All right, Emily, you are first for the other NFC game. Green Bay, six-point favorites at home against the Niners. I think this is probably my easiest pick of the whole week. Packers, three. They are coming off a bye. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to come out with a vengeance. It's in Green Bay. They're going to beat the – you know what? Out of the 49ers, I have stuffing. Packers with three. Yes, they beat the stuffing out of the 49ers. Taylor? I got Packers, two going with them at four. No, oh, Taylor's feeling good about the Packers. All right, uh, I'm up next. So the Niners are a really interesting team. The Niners were banged up for a large part of the season. They've got the Rams number. They got a ton of momentum in that game in Week 18 when they beat the Rams. They go into Dallas. They win a game that I don't think a lot of people thought that they could win. Dallas did them a little bit of favor along the way. Here's the thing. San Francisco could have beat Dallas by two and a half, two touchdowns or so. If they, if they have everything just kind of if they take care of their business, not only they win that game, they win that game big. It's a six-point game. Typically, playoff games are pretty close. I'm going to take San Francisco at three and cross my fingers that that one doesn't blow up in my face. Uh, all right, last one for you, Slee. Um, okay, so this is actually this is a tough one. It's a tough one because of the points. I'm in yep. it. I, I get the – I've – I'm kind of leaning more towards there's a lot of pub around the Niners right now and what they've accomplished. So I think it's kind of being blown a little bit. The stock is a little high, but six is a lot of points. I'm going to, Trav, I hate to do this, man, but I'm going to go a little against the grain here. I'm going to go Niners, put this as my two. I think the Niners, I think Packers win the game. I think Niners stay within six points. All right, so the last game. Buffalo at Kansas City. It is the Sunday night game. It's the last divisional round. The last spot to play in the conference championship will be up for grabs. And that one, Taylor, you're going first. Kansas City is a two-point favorite at home. Who do you got? KC, easy. Go with them at one. All right, KC at one. Uh, I guess I'm up next. I got one spot left. I've got the four. Um, I don't like this game at four. I do like the fact that it's kind of a, a, a very low number at just two. So I just kind of have to pick the winner, maybe. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win that game. The Chiefs have either been in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl uh, for Patrick Mahomes' entire career. Why would this be any different? KC at the top. Sliwa. Upset City. I'll go Bills. It's only a one. Uh, this is the game I, I like least as far as picking who's going to win the game. Um, I will roll the dice here. I'll go Bills with a one. All right, and Emily, you get to close the show. Last one, Bills on the road, Kansas City. They are getting two. What are you doing? I am part of Bills Mafia. I am going all Bills. Josh Allen, this is his moment. He's going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think it's Bills in the Super Bowl. Bills, am I one? Emily so, and I are jumping off tables. You guys, oh, you yeah. guys are very similar picks. Emily and I have the lead at seven, and we have very different picks with the exception of the Rams. So one of the two of us, Emily, are going to have the lead because Slee's picks are kind of all over. We'll see. He's got. And a you bet to go. I'm going to start our Monday meeting by <laughs> yeah, saying how it goes. I, I we you did last time. We didn't even get. We didn't even sit in our chair. That was like, when are we going to talk about the picks? Mm-hmm. When, when are we doing the picks? When, uh, I, I've got the lead in the picks. We need. To we should talk sure Sunday night. <laughs> all right, so. Tell me, guys, when uh, young Alan Slee was in tech, when uh, Emily was at UVA, when Taylor was at Northern Iowa, was there a spot? Because here's the spot that we were talking about in Santa Barbara. It's a place called The Graduate that had Countdown, which means if you come in at 8 o'clock, you get a two-for-one. If you And then at 9 o'clock, it's a three-for-one. 
And then at 10 o'clock, it's a four for one. And you would go all the way until midnight, and it was just mayhem. Did you guys – and every Wednesday, everybody was there. Did you guys have that spot, Slee? So there was a place um, not far from campus, very, very close to campus, called Woodstock, Woodstock Pizza. And just a, just a solid place. Like Great he never spot. went There's wrong. one in Santa Barbara, too, yeah. Oh, is there really? I actually, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Uh, yep. Just a solid place. You go there, get some pizza – Get a, a pitcher of beer, and you're kicking back. It's like cheap as hell. You know what I mean? Like nobody's nobody's trying to go make money off. Actually, they're probably making fantastic money off every student. But <laughs> it's just that it's kind of like a go-to place, sports kind of atmosphere to it. So that that would be uh, that'd be the spot. Were we you a regular, to. or were you just occasionally you'd stick your toe in the water? Okay, here's where regular is, and this is like you were trying to describe near the campus. You know where everybody uh-huh. was going? Everyone was in PB. Everyone oh. was down at PB Bar and Grill. Everyone was down. I mean, every most students at San Diego State University, after your first year at SDSU, a lot of them were working their way to PB, Pacific Beach Bar, or uh, just PB in general. I'm, I'm trying to think of a couple of places. Moondoggies, I think, was one of them. I haven't said these names in so long. But there was a <laughs> – there was – on Garnett Avenue – there was three or four bars that Tuesday was Typhoon Saloon. Wednesday yeah, was PB Bar and Grill. <laughs> it was like that kind of a thing, and uh, that's where all the students went. Emily. So at uh, UVA, we had uh, at the Biltmore, it's uh, a thing called Survivor Hour. Ooh, so it sounds classy. Okay. <laughs> it's not yeah. classy. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we go to the Ritz and the Four Seasons, and, you know, we put on our prom gowns, and we, we just kind of go around and pop champagne on Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you go, uh, they call it Survivor Night. It's every Thursday from eight, Survivor Hour, from eight to eight, seven to eight. I would never get to go because I had water polo practice, except for when I got off water polo or I tipped uh, my way out of it. But it was two dollar doubles, one dollar single for an hour, and it used to start when people would watch Survivor and like go and drink there. But then it kind of evolved into just mayhem, and it goes all night, and it's both a combination of survive survivor hour but also survive the night because you yeah, get you get three two dollar doubles and you're good to go for the entire that's night. aggressive i think emily's in the lead so far taylor what uh what was going on at niu you and i yeah shout out cedar falls you and I, iowa you had the library on the hill the shout library out. probably the best uh the best name i could think of for a bar <laughs> cheap drinks oh, that's, a, that's a that's a fantastic name where you and, and wait, by, oh, by the way the did they library? have did they have if i'm correct because i think there's I can't think of the one. There's something in downtown kind of somewhere. Did they actually have, you know, books, books. everywhere and books. everything else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's solid. Karaoke, yeah. live music, everything like that. Why did bar owners feel that college students needed to be incentivized? They're coming anyway. You know what I mean? It's not like, hey, you know what? I was going to sit in here and do my chemistry homework, but now that they got a two-for-one, I'm going to go hit the uh, the library. It did, I, I don't know. I just feel like if you open the door, you're going to have a line and people are ready to come. The best was uh, $2, you call it. It's on, it's on me, and it's like $8, <laughs> and you're walking away thinking you're just the biggest baller. But, yeah, I just bought four drinks. All the no old deal. gauchos in the crowd will remember this. McBurley's uh, back in the day at 25-cent, 32-ounce Meister Brows. What, what could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty-five cent, thirty-two ounce Meister Brows, and uh, McBurley says you no must be there. like seventy. <laughs> no, I'm not quite. We're, we're, we're getting closer. <laughs> Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more 
driven. All right. Uh, the Lakers had yep. Charles Barkley absolutely light them up. And, Al, I, I've, I've got something that I want to see if you agree with because I think something could happen as soon as tonight if something goes a certain way. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's pretty crazy how different Monday could be based on a couple of different things, right? I mean, I, we've talked about the Rams a lot today, and we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of – Matthew Stafford, was it worth it or not? Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you know for sure on Monday. Hmm. Right, that, that we can really have a definitive take on that one way or the other. I, I kind of, kind of his moment out of hundred. His well, moment. We're about to find yeah. out one, one way or the other. It's going to be his moment. Um, the Lakers in Miami on Sunday, obviously, is a interesting game because Miami's pretty good. But Al, tell me if I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. With all the noise. Yeah, Russell Westbrook got benched. Frank Vogel's job's in jeopardy. It just seems like, you know, Charles Barkley blowing them up on TNT last night. Everything that's going on around the team. The Orlando Magic have eight wins. They're bad. If the Lakers lose to the Magic tonight, does Frank Vogel get fired? Because it it, it does feel like it's going to happen. I said, I said it to you a couple of days ago that I do think if this trip goes the way that the odds makers are saying it's going to go, it will happen at some point during this trip. But could it happen as soon as tonight if if Frank Vogel and the Lakers lose to an eight-win Magic team? You know what's kind of weird? I, I feel like the the trend is starting to kind of go the other way a little bit where there's a lot more people coming to the defense of Vogel. There's a lot more people saying, well, I think I mentioned this, Windhorse when he came on on Monday night is like, okay, you can go ahead and make the move. Nothing is going to change. I wonder if there's some pause and some hesitation. I thought the game they lost against Denver, where it was you lost by, you're down by 42, it was 37, you you end up losing the game. It's Russ coming out with the comments, this, that. I, I felt like it was more, I know what you're saying, it's the magic, it's eight wins. That means you'd have two losses in a row against the Pacers and the Orlando Magic. And what and it then means o- the team is rolled over. It means yep. that the team is just not fighting anymore. And then you still haven't played Miami, Brooklyn, and Charlotte, and Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, and, and, and the right. rest of the the rest of the road trip. I I I don't think it happens. I don't. I I don't think. Um, I don't think it happens. I think that more has to do. I guess my feeling would be more on the case that I feel like the trend is starting to churn, where Vogel has a lot of people coming out saying. Not Vogel does, but a lot of people are coming out and kind of supporting Vogel. And the, the heat really is going to the front office right now. That's where the, the, the heat is going. And we all know a, a Coach Vogel is going to be the scapegoat uh, of it all. And that's not to say he's perfect or anything along those lines, but I, it's a tough one. You lose to Orlando today, that's that's a tough look. That's why I think it's going to – if they lose, and, and yeah. I don't think they're going to lose, let me say that. But if they do, I th- because I don't know if I learned this from Mad Men or I learned it from watching the news and political consultants, but what, what do you do if you don't like what's being said? 
you change the story, right? If you don't like what's being said about you, you give them something else to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the Lakers could do by tra- firing the coach. Because I, I agree with you, Al. The, the winds are blowing that it's going to happen. And, and, and it's starting to blow back the other way, which is, hey, why? Why, why are you going to fire this guy when you gave him – a, a roster that is deeply flawed. What, what's he supposed to do with this? I, I get it. Th- those are that's a fair comeback to. We're going to blow the coach out. So what? I, I if they fire him, the, the the conversation changes like this. There's still a portion of why did they do it because he wasn't the problem in the first place. But we're talking about whether it's David Fisdale or who it would who would probably be in that situation. You slide him over, and will it change? And what do you do now? And do you change Russell Westbrook's role? And do you have Anthony Davis come back? It changes the story. At least it's not a the the Lakers are a massively underperforming asset right now we're talking about something different that's what you do in a moment of crisis you get them to talk about something else yeah you know part of the uh the sound that we were listening to with charles barkley a little bit earlier barkley you know ripped ripped the lakers however he did right um and i I don't think any of it was too surprising i don't think any of it was too shocking where he was basically saying hey i'm sick of the heat coming on vogel i'm sick on the heat coming on westbrook um but that's by the way, that's how it works. I, I don't think anything is going to change with that. I thought what Kenny Smith said afterwards has some juice to it as well. The Kenny Smith, I most people are going to agree with Barkley. This is Kenny Smith's response was basically like, listen, I'm not going to judge the Lakers until their second best player is on the roster, he's on the team, and he's there for a little bit. And, and that was kind of the case Kenny Smith was making. Is like He's not surprised that the Lakers are losing. But he also mentioned that should they be four or five games above 500, they should. Should they have lost two games to the Thunder? Of course not. Should they have got blown out by teams like the Kings and the Timberwolves losing against the Indiana Twice. Pacers where Karis LeVert drops 22 in the fourth quarter? None of that stuff should be happening. Um, I, I think that's, you know, obviously there's a case to be made Will can Vogel survive to Anthony Davis? Can he survive to that point? And then obviously from there, I, I think. Uh, and and by the way, the answer is I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have that answer for you. Well, I, here's. I just don't get the AD part of the explanation. I've heard it from Kenny Smith. I've heard it from a million. I, I don't understand it. Anthony Davis. I get it. He's missed a lot of games and he's a great player. Fine. Whatever. When he was here, the Lakers were no good. They they were still a 500 team. When, when Anthony Davis was playing in the 20-some-odd games that he was part of before he got hurt, the Lakers were 10-10, and 11-11, whatever the exact number was. This idea that Anthony Davis comes riding back in and, ah, 80s here, okay, now we can finally start being – he was here already. It didn't look good. His, I, I know – and I need Laker fans to not look at his – box scores, not look at his basketball reference page and say, oh, he's averaging this many points, this many rebounds, and this many blocks. I understand his stats are fine. Watch the game because his impact on the game is minimal or worse. The Some of the stats will tell you whether it's plus minus or PPR, all these things, that actually the Lakers are a little bit better when he's not been there. This idea that he comes in and everything is, okay, now we can start to evaluate it. We were evaluating it with him, and it was the same exact thing. It was not very good. So I, I don't think anybody, and I may, I, I'm a Laker fan that I, 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 as best as I can, try to hold faith on this team. I don't think anybody is saying, hey, when AD comes back, Yep, Golden State Warriors, bring them on. Phoenix Suns, bring them on. I think, Trav, the case is you can't stick a fork in the Lakers. I, listen, 
if I ask you right now, is that it? The season is over. I'm not. I'm not surprised if five out of ten people say this thing's a wrap. But I also wouldn't be surprised if people say, "Hey, look, you grab AD, get him back, get LeBron back, let these two play together." There's still a chance. I'm not saying that it's a great shot, but I think that's the point people make about Anthony Davis. Not that he's going to come back and he's going to be the savior. I think he's got more to prove when he comes back because most people are actually doubting when he comes back that he's going to be the player that he was 15 months ago. He's almost made a case for himself like, hey, guys, I'm not going to be a consistently great player. You can depend I'm not going to be consistently great, but that that is the little bit of hope that I think is still left that he has still some of that. I got to get in another Ask Slee before we go to the weekend. I can't go through two days without a little bit of Ask Slee right before the end. This is from Angie. Slee, what's worst, undercooked fries or overcooked fries? You want them a little limp and and greasy out, or do you want them a little bit over and dried out and crunchy? Easy. Uh, I'll take overcooked than undercooked. Yeah. They're both bad options. this, This is the best example I could give you. When most people, when they give their in-and-out order or they talk about the fries or anything like that, they usually get them well done. They get them crispy, something along those lines. I don't hear anybody saying, hey, you know what? That thing off the fryer a little bit early. (laughs) (laughs) Can you leave those in there for about eight seconds? And just just pull them out and just want them to fall apart. I just want them to fall apart. I, I'd rather go well I, well done. I Extra think crispy. that's the right answer. But here, here's the thing: like, I, mm-hmm. we're not, we we need to understand. We're I know you're not about, having a potato chip. Yep. <laughs> right. I don't want crunch. I, my French fries shouldn't be crunchy. They can have a crispy exterior. But I'd rather it be a little bit under and at least get that fluffy inside if the outside isn't quite as crispy because once they're past a point of no return, they're hopeless. I could put well, enough salt and other things on them to get through I don't, a little bit under. I think we're on different pages of this. Oh, sometimes I'm out hunting for that burnt fry, like in the in the pile. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I, 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 like the, I like the crispy little burnt. I'm, I'm okay with that. This is one of our loyal people, so I need you to help him. This is 805 Raider, and it says, Yo, Slee, mm-hmm. since we know you're a dog lover, can you pass along some advice to a nervous owner who just dropped off his pup for surgery this morning? Oh. Um, I think all I'd say is this. Your dog's going to be good, and you're a good owner for taking care of your dog and getting him into that surgery room. Uh, it's all going to be good. And by the way, as I say this, rookie's running around with a, a tree or a half of a tree in his mouth, half of a branch just sitting there. I don't even know what he's doing. Maybe it's the table leg from the uh, chair that I, I dropped off in front of your house. Yes. Maybe that's what it is. I just yes. decided to leave it there. It all comes full circle, Slee. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. I think the four of us, you, me, uh, Emily, and Taylor, might be the four last people in the world that are not doing the Wordle Slee. We were, we were talking a little bit about I don't need anybody to send me any more of their Wordle puzzles. I'm, I'm kind of over it. I don't need to see it on Twitter. I don't need to see it anywhere else. Keep your little puzzle games to yourself, Al. So this is like the thing right now. Everybody's yes. doing it everywhere you yes. turn. Okay. All right. I'm behind the yeah. eight ball on this one. N- none of us. But Emily, you said you tried it this morning and you were not feeling it. I tried it, it this morning. It was super lame. I was like, why, do, why would I want to do this? I like mini crossword puzzles because I'm like, okay, I'm, I know a bunch of like random trivia, but just guessing a word, that's like so freaking random. No, thank you. Know you. What, 
Okay, can I be super old guy here for a second? I don't know if you guys have ever played this. Al, maybe, but if Emily and Taylor know this game, I'd be surprised. Do you remember the game Mastermind? Where you would you would put like these little pegs, in different yep. colors and different, and you'd hide them from the other person, mm-hmm. and they had to guess. That's what Wordle is, as far as I can tell. You just kind of guess at the word. They tell you, oh, this is the right letter in the wrong spot. It's it's Mastermind on your phone, and Mastermind was invented in 1973. Just kind of complicated. It is kind of funny how like just the phases that think like this is the this is the phase right now where everyone is doing this in a month. I don't know, we'll still be that popular. Like, it's just kind of every time, especially now, I feel like because it's so easy, everything's so accessible. As quick as something comes, <laughs> something goes. It's gone. Yeah, I, I think I'm comfortable not being a part of the Wordle frenzy that's, that's going Just keep it off thing. my feed, please. <laughs> yeah, just keep I'm, it off my feed. I'm with you on that, too. Uh, the new Batman movie is reportedly going to be three hours long, Slee. Are you, are you interested in any movie that's going to last three hours? Um,. Was it last weekend that I saw Braveheart? Yep. That was three hours. And then I saw, was it on Troy? I think that was mm-hmm. close to three hours too. Ugh. Godfather, three hours. Bro, here's the reality. If it's a good movie, I'm watching it. Whether it's 2.15 or whether it's three hours, if it's a good movie, I will watch it. The worst thing is, if it's not that good in the first hour and you have two hours left, that's not a good setup. You know what I mean? Like the, it's a terrible Because then setup. it starts playing in your head, especially Netflix and all these things. Anytime you touch a remote, it's telling you, hey, you got a buck 45 left in this one. <laughs> but even to your point, the movies that you mentioned, like The Godfather is a good example. It's very, very long, and it's very, very good. Okay? But even that movie, at about the one hour and 55-minute mark, I'm looking at my watch like, how much more of this is there? I like it, but I, I, I need it. The, the point of a movie is I want the whole story arc done in about an hour and 45 minutes. Tell, tell me your story in an hour and 45. And three. The, what, what was the last Avenger movie where they blew up the universe? I, I forget what that was. It was roughly nine hours long. I liked it, but it, it was at about every six hours, I felt like I needed to go t- eat a meal so I could get through the next okay. portion of it. It okay. was way too long. Sweet spot. Two hours? 145. 145. I think that's perfect because here like it's like any other rule, right? Leave them wanting a little bit more. Walk out of that theater going, "You know what? If that were yeah. 10 minutes longer, that would have been money as opposed to yeah, that last 10 minutes felt like it took away uh 10 minutes of my life." Well, just so you know, we do a 3-hour show Monday through Friday, 5 days a week. Relax on coming after the whole 3-hour thing, okay? <laughs> yeah, Relax on point. that. Uh, meatloaf, the musician, passed yeah. away earlier today. Were you a meatloaf guy, Al? The the meatloaf, the the music. Uh, I know you were. I wasn't. That that really wasn't my my thing. Um, are you big like you were? This is. I know you're not a huge music guy, but that was that was Meat- something that hit meatloaf you. Meatloaf was. Uh, there was a brief moment where the when I would do anything, anything for, for that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that one. I, Song okay, everybody knew. Fine, but and then Bad Out of Hell, right? Or I think that's what it was called. Th- those are the only two meat. I don't know. I can't give you any deep cuts on Meatloaf. I, I don't. I don't have a deep cut Meatloaf uh, repertoire. So, I, okay, unless you, we're can, talking about Meatloaf, then I can talk about it for the next hour and a can, half. If you'd like, can you get to this one thing? Because I think it's hilarious. Go what's ahead. going on in Kansas City, or what's the Kansas City barbecue? What's happening there? Yeah, they took um, one uh, a grocery store took all of their Kansas City barbecue off the shelves in Buffalo because apparently they think that's funny. Why? Why do I? Why is something so small do you like and, that? and trivial so great? 
I don't know why I really, really like that. I don't know Do why. Really? I think I go back. Emily mentioned something like Buffalo fans are just like it seems like a really fun fan base. It seems like uh, a, a it, it seems like a fan base that obviously hasn't had much success at all. Why do I love that you cannot go get Kansas City barbecue this weekend in Buffalo? I don't know why I love that. I'm probably taking it a little too personally. I, I want my barbecue. The, the football team can come second. I'm going to need if I want if I'm feeling a little barbecue on a Saturday. Yep, go afternoon, get a different brand. <laughs> yeah, go get Memphis. Go a little North Carolina. Absolutely. Barbecue. I don't have to do the uh, case. All right, you talked me into it. Uh, we're going to have everything on Monday. We're going to have Rams. We're going to have yep. Lakers. Who knows what else is going on? Pre-game show two thirty today. Early one. That's very early. Pre-game show ten o'clock on Sunday. We'll see you on Monday. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.